Greetings, and hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of The Spirit Hunters. This is Sarah. This is Hannah. This is Patrick. And this is Joe. And last time, we followed Gon, Liario, Kilua, and Grapika as they completed um, the amazing race to the first through the to the second phase of the hunter exam um they were following the examiner satos through the tunnels and swamps while trying to survive deadly beasts and killer clowns and where to find them (laughs) and today we'll cover the episode about the second phase of the hunter exam aka master chef and we'll also go over the history of the 2011 anime Will our heroes pass, or will they be on the chopping block? Wait and find out. They're going to get chopped. (laughs) You better get ready. Uh, So, episode six, a surprising challenge, a.k.a. Igai na Kadai. Uh, The Japanese release date is November 6, 2011, a.k.a. Well, which was May 21st, 2016 in the U.S., and the manga chapters it covered are 10, 11, and 12, with the Japanese release of the first of those being May 11th, 1998. And the 1999 episodes are 8, 9, and 10, with the Japanese release date of the first one of those being December 4th, 1999. Oh, they are two of those back-to-back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with episode 6, we start off with Gon and Karapika catching up with the others at the exam site, and they look for Leorio. Le- um, Lorio can't seem to remember that he got super fucked up slash beat up by Hisoka. Probably a good thing, to be honest. It'll save his pride. Yeah. Uh, Kilua finds them, and Gon tells him that they follow the trail of Lorio's clone. Um, so now the new exam site is at the Visca Forest Park, and Sato bounces, saying that, yep. I'm done with this. You have a new examiner. Um, the gate opens to res- to reveal a mansion with kitchen sets basically all over the front garden, including like um, like cooking spikes for big meat and like uh, all this other stuff. Um, imagine Master Chef or except outside. Actually, this reminds me more like the Great British Bake Off. The Great oh, British geez. Bake Off. <laughs> the great, the great, uh, the great hunter. Cookout. <laughs> yeah. Cook slash fight off. Yeah. <laughs> um, the new examiners are gourmet hunters Menchi and Buhara. The second phase is cooking. Um, the applicants um, have to make um, a meal that both satisfy the examiner's palates. Um, these, all the applicants start cracking up, mocking them because they're gourmet hunters, not taking them seriously. Um, you can see from far away, Satotes is like watching everything from a tree and he's worried about... He's creeping, straight up creeping. Yeah, with the, um, <laughs> what is it called? The binoculars? Binoculars and everything. He's like, ooh, what's going on over there? <laughs> this is some very shonen shit where like the first teacher of someone worries that the next teacher will be too harsh. Like Naruto <laughs> does this. With fucking Iruka being like, they gave him Kakashi. Oh no! <laughs> it's, it's it's like All Might looking at a tree at Deku with a glass of the binoculars. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, this is this Midoriya. is such a common shonen trope. <laughs> um, basically, he's worried about the passing rate of the next phase, and you can see why with all the applicants not taking this next phase very seriously. 
Um, so the applicants, what they have to do is they have to make pork from any pig from the Visca forest. The reason why they say this is because we'll find out what kind of pigs are there. Um, they're going to judge more than just taste, but presentation as well. And the exam's going to be over once the examiners have gotten their fill. All the all the the applicants have to satisfy both of the both of the examiners. Yes. So the exam begins when Buhara smacks his belly. The, I the I like gong. that. <laughs> boom boom boom. <laughs> um, everyone's now in the forest looking for pigs, but they're having trouble. Um, I like well, how haphazardly they look for him. It's like they look under bushes. Like I was like, hey piggies, like. Yeah, underneath rocks and stuff. <laughs> like, of it's course, like, the pig's gonna be under a rock. It's like, what are these guys doing? Are they really hunters? Like, <laughs> to be honest, if they're looking under rocks. They need to be eliminated. I agree. Who knows, uh, man? Maybe they could be micro pigs. World of hunter under is crazy. That's true. Little little bite sized pig. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like an actual micro pig would not be found under rock. Those things could at least be under fifty. That's a micro pig. Oh, when, yeah, okay. that's true. It'd, be, it'd be like the ve- the veal of the uh, hunter world. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. So Gon notices something and slides down a hill with the others trailing behind him. And they, they find have a little pile up. Yeah, there's a little pile up. They find the pigs. And guess what they are? They're not little. They aren't little micro pigs. They're big piggies. Yeah. They're macro pigs. they're um called the great stamps they're giant and carnivorous and super deadly um the pigs basically they also have these huge snouts um and the pigs notice them and start chasing them and basically leading them to the main group of applicants and um their large snouts basically sends their predators or the applicants flying um and their imper- the snouts are impervious to rocks and ninja stars basically you can't get past them um gon tries to attack one of them but um misses nearly escaping when the pig rams into the tree and because it rammed into the tree um, it only gets dazed after some apples fall on its forehead. Gon notices, and um, he jumps and he hits it on his for on the pig's forehead, killing it. So everyone notices and follows suit, and like basically they manage to kill a whole pack of great stamps. Yeah, they just destroyed those brains. Yeah, hopefully they're not endangered by any means. They look pretty the opposite of endangered. They've probably been chowing down on hunters for generations. Yeah. Yeah. Wild pigs actually are a problem in the U.S., actually, in Texas. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. they actually have uh, expeditions you can go on for, like, farms and just, like, shoot down and hunt a bunch of wild pigs. Are they. Are they native or they're one of those invasive species? I think. They're more. I think they're more invasive. They just breed so fast, and they have huge litters mm. that like it becomes a problem I, with farmers. I think, they, they, I think yeah, they're invasive because I think they are domesticated pigs that have gone wild. Because it turns out like pigs can actually rewild pretty easily. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know about like pigs. much more so than dogs. Like dogs have a hard time doing it. Like pigs, like they start like their tusks start growing out when like they're not in captivity, and like they start growing hair again. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty common problem in Texas. So it's a uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same concept here. The more you know. 
Yeah, Don't also pigs are omnivores too, so pigs do eat meat. Pigs are also cannibals. I learned this recently and it's been fucking me up. So basically, if there's an injured or sick pig, farmers have to separate it from the rest of the other ones because they just start eating the sick one. That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, pigs are very interesting. Like, I think humans' relationship with pigs is very weird because, like, they're, like, as smart as dogs, but they're, like, actually terrifying animals. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, What's they can be. that one George Orwell novel with the pig? 1984. Oh, wait, fucking Starting not 1984. The animal fa- Farm. The Farm? No, Animal yeah, House. Animal Farm. Yeah. No, it's Farm. Fuck you. It's Animal House. <laughs> pigs are going to start it. a revolution. <laughs> John Belushi stars. <laughs> Oh, a anyway. snowball. Anyway, <laughs> um, the master ex chef begins. <laughs> Everyone pretty much starts roasting their pigs. Um, they just start telling real shitty jokes about them, saying yeah. your mama and shit. Your mom. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think the the biggest shame is that I've never seen a parody of Master Chef with Master Chief. Master instead. Chief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We fucking um, uh, grilled this Covenant salt. It's an elite. We, we spit it's, roasted it's like, it. It's like, sir, what are you doing, sir? Finishing this roast. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> so they present their pork dishes to the um, examiners. And Buhara eats right away while Menchi criticizes every single one and basically fails everyone. She's like super pissed off slash annoyed by the lack of effort and creativity. She's like, it's fucking raw. It's fucking raw. <laughs> no creativity. You fucked the risotto on this. Who do you think I am? Stupid? You're stupid. <laughs> it's, like, it's like she she puts like a piece of bread on Gon's head. It's like what 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 is she doing? I'm making an idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, oh, no, I, he does on Karapiga's head because she actually makes the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So um, or he does. God damn it. <laughs> So the little HH crew, aka Lorio, Kurapika, Kurapika, Gon, and Kilua, they, they kind of notice and they're like, hmm. So uh, Kurapika is like, oh, you need to have more than just, you know, like roasting the pig. You need to do more. So Lorio presents his pork dish with just a tiny little flag on it <laughs> and he gets, he's failed. And then Gon does something similar. He decorates his pork dish with flower crowns, and he still fails. So Karapika, he decides to do something way different and does this beautifully presented dish. But it tastes terrible. So he gets failed as well. I think he literally said it's it, the taste is not really that matters. is the presentation. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, oh, no, he's going to get destroyed. It has to be both. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Chef Ramsay intensifies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, basically, after that, both Buhara and Menchi are full, even though I doubt she had a single bite. She only, the only one she'd been into was Kurapika's. Yeah. She's full of disgust, actually. Full of Disappointment. Disgust. <laughs> <laughs> so the exam's over, and literally no one has passed. And so Satotes, the first examiner, is like, uh-oh, I need a call for reinforcements. And so, like, while that's happening, all the applicants are, like, surprised and pissed off. Like, Toto, he is one of the applicants you see. He's, like, this bigger guy. He was the one 
kind of mocking the gourmet hunters earlier. He like destroys his workstation out of anger and like Yeah, Toto's not blessing the reins on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and like Menchie's like, hey, you know what? You guys didn't put any effort or take the exam seriously. And like Hanzo, the ninja guy, is like, pork is pork. And that pisses her off even more. And then Menchie's like you guys are not worthy because no one has the guts to do anything new or innovative. Cue Gordon Ramsay yet again. <laughs> and well, somebody did do some innovative and she was like, LOL, no. It wasn't Disgusting. PC. Yeah. So basically, Toto is so pissed off that he tries to attack her. And Buhara, Welcome to Gordon Ramsay's kitchen fightmares. Kitchen fightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Buhara knocks him off with a large sweep of his hand. And then she's like, you know, you didn't have to interfere. But then Buhara's like, it looked like you were going to kill him, which would probably be true. Yeah, he just backhanded that guy halfway across the... Like, all the way towards the entrance. Like, it's like, either get backhanded or get stabbed multiple times. Yo, Think this the is straight up, this is straight up, like, the Genkai exam thing of, like, the two huge dudes rushing Genkai and then her blasting them with her psychic powers. Basically. Um, Menchi starts juggling a bunch of knives while telling <laughs> people, all the applicants, that gourmet hunters venture into danger to seek ingredients and that every hunter knows some kind of martial arts and that the applicants lack of focus and unwillingness to experiment is enough to disqualify all of them and so as this is happening all of a sudden this giant airship with the symbol of the hunters association flies above them and all of a sudden this old man just jumps right down and like he lands creating this crater and he's like totally Looks fine, not based at all. But Especially everyone... with a shoe with just like one little thing sticking out of it, right? Yeah. It's like this yeah, one he little. He has a getta with a single wooden slot. Yeah. Damn, that guy is badass. I know. Everyone's like, what the heck? Those single slaughters, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> so it turns out this guy is the head of the exam committee, aka the chairman of the association. Um, he's. Uh, he. Ask Menchi what's the real reason why she failed all the applicants. And Menchi basically confesses that she lost her cool when they started insulting gourmet hunters. And she purposely made the exam harder for everyone. She's like, you know what? I brought shame to myself. I need to resign and just have all the applicants redo the second phase. But then Chairman, uh, how do you pronounce it? Netoro? I think it's Mao. he proposes why don't you just create a whole new task and participate in that task with the other applicants and she's like okay and then so she decides that the new challenge is going to be about boiled eggs Hmm. interesting i ate boiled eggs for lunch today was it as good as this boiled egg no, it wasn't. But it was pretty good still. You know, the eggs in there looked really creamy, but we'll go, we'll get to that when we get there. But yeah, I kind of want to do poached eggs. I've never done one before, but it looks it's good, good, dude. It's good, easy to do. You don't need to add vinegar in the water. That is a myth. I'll have to look that up because I actually kind of want to try them. I've had eggs almost every way you can imagine: hard boiled, easy up, sunny side up, scrambled. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had them soft boiled? You know, I haven't tried soft boiled. I've well, had soft boiled is underrated. I've the had best. eggs. I haven't tried that. 
I have had eggs burnt to shit though. That's uh That's a little sad. That's not a style. That that's a disappointment. <laughs> um basically Menchie asked the chairman to take all of them to Split Mountain. And so they all get on to the airship and they arrive to the Split Mountain, which is basically this huge ravine deep inside this mountain. And they find out that spider eagle eggs are located deep within that ravine, dangling on these giant webs. So then she's like, cool. And she just basically jumps down and like skillfully swinging, jumping through the webs. She manages to retrieve an egg. And, like, she just drops from there, and it looks like she dropped to her death. But in reality... God, I wish that were me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you okay, mm. Patrick? Don't... I mean, no. <laughs> oh, no. You just need to get a spider eagle egg, and everything yeah, but, will be okay. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I meant. Yeah, get the spider eagle egg. It's, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Without the gust. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> she actually is carried back safely by an updraft or like basically wind from coming up from underneath hmm. and she basically lands safely and like Gon, Kurpika, Hilua, and Leorio they're like okay and they decide to jump in right then and there too with all the other applicants following them <laughs> and she's like oh wait a second I didn't even tell you how to do it <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah you know it was hilarious <laughs> That would definitely results in some deaths. I think that's my favorite one is that guy that's like, he's like, see you guys suckers later. Ha, ah, bye. He gets an egg. And it's like, ah. <laughs> How would yeah. you rate his death, dude? How would you rate his death? Um, Because it was so funny, I think an 8 out of 10. <laughs> I agree. I'll, I'll give it a 7 um, out of 10. If it wasn't funny, I would give it like a 3 out of 10. But like there was, he, there was a lot he, of just like, wow, you fucked up. <laughs> I bet he likes his eggs scrambled. Oh. Damn. Good one. Because his body's in pieces on the bottom. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Gon tells him to wait um, for it, even though, like, the web is about to break. And he's, like, sniffing the air. And, like, he's, like, wait for it. Wait for it. And then finally, just in the nick of time, they all jump. And the updraft starts to come up. So they get the eggs and they're carried back up. Well, I mean, minus the th- like the three or four people that that went too early and got the dead. <laughs> yes, yeah, rip them. That sucks. <laughs> they got scrambled. They got scrambled. Well, all the other advocates, they are safe and they passed, and now they get to eat soft boiled eggs. Mm. <laughs> I mean, all those people that died. Oh, this is worth it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the eggs look absolutely delicious. Um. Apparently, they live up to their name, Dream Eggs. Um, Golem's really sweet, and he actually shares his egg with Toto because Toto was too scared to jump and get one himself. And this, like, humbles Toto a lot to the point where he's like, you know what, I'll just try again next year. And he looks apologetic to Menchi and everything. Yes, he goes back to his, his, his hometown down in Africa. <laughs> where he blesses the rains but um one of the things i actually was talking to my roommate about that was kind of creepy is like um, you know how strong like that's the wind is so it, it has to be able to it has to support the weight of a body right yes so if the bodies hit the ground imagine they must pick them up at, if, at one point so imagine if you're like going down and get blown up 
All of a sudden, she's going up. You get hit by a gust of blood and guts. Oh, it's, no. it's like it's like I got the egg. It's like you're covered in like guts and blood, Riff. and like you're ah like, oh, god. That I just imagine the fucking like adventurous theme they play sometimes during the test. The da 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 da, and then they're just covered in blood. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus. What happened, dude? It's like oh, uh, one of the guys got kicked out. Oh god. And you know what's the worst part? If the egg got ruined, he'd have to do it again. No. Oh. Sucks. Or imagine, imagine if you actually heart- overboil the egg or overcook it. It's like, well, you got to get another. One. I said soft boil, not hard boil. What's wrong with you? It's like, oh Jesus! So he had to fly down there and get another one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, basically the. The whole moral of this story, for of this lesson, is that the applicants, um, in order learn that in order to become a hunter, they need a lot of determination, like a lot of determination, and like so, literally jump to your death determination. Yeah, blindly, blindly. Um, so now we went from 148 applicants to now 42 applicants. Major. I, th- I thought it started off with 56. Hmm? At the beginning of the episode, I think it started off with 56. Oh, really? Yeah, and then there's 42. Oh, like some people were probably eliminated during the Great Stamp Hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's and then, true. And then, like, the, and yeah, and then like, a bunch They're of them backed out. right now. Dang. Okay. Yummy. Well, now we have only 42 applicants in total remaining. The perfect number. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, answer to the universe if you watched, if you read anything <laughs> yep. good. <laughs> so uh real quick the title uh igai na kadai uh means so they, they translate as a surprising challenge but like the surprise here is more like errant or mistaken and the challenge is more like problem or assignment so you could also less catchily call it mistaken assignment or errant assignment mm-hmm. and so it's supposed to signify like oh shit something happened with the test so we had to bring in something else Gotcha. All right. So, uh, going over the the manga, the, the manga. I feel like a we. I'm, I lose my an anti weeb. Anti weeb. <laughs> I lose my weeb points. Uh, the manga addendum. Uh, Gon hits the pig first thing and finds their weakness that way versus the apple. So he just hits them on the head. Like, oh hey, look at you can bash their brains in using this pole really hard on the head. <laughs> yeah, like there's uh, no reason for him to believe that. He just did it. Yeah, and and the interesting thing is that the in the in the manga. There's actually two phases versus just the one phase. Uh, the first phase was was just for Brahara, Brahara, Bra. It was just for Bra, so it was for him to get the pig and all. And basically, everyone who got the pig passed because he's not picky at all. He just liked that pig, which I don't blame him. I love I love pork, delish. Uh, there's also a whole other, another phase in the manga where it's actually inside, I believe, not versus outside. Mm-hmm. So then they go inside with all the kitchen stations where Menchi asks for sushi where none of them have heard of except Hanzo because, of course, he's a weeb. Uh, <laughs> no, so he's he's Japanese and the Japan equivalent in Hunter Hunter is literally just called Japan. Japan. J- J- Japan Island. Uh, yeah, so Tim- I might be wrong about this, but I think even in the Japanese it's referred to as Japan, which is not how it's referred to in Japanese. You know, it'd be like really? Nihon. So oh. I think they write it as Japan. Japan. <laughs> Uh, Peeps guess Hanzo knows what they see, when they see him crack up at all the other attempts. Uh, Menchi gives them minimal gives them minimal, minimalistic clues about how to make it. Someone accidentally reinvents rice balls, or oh, or, or onigiri, 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 
Onigiri. That's basically rice ball. Gotcha. I'll keep that in mind. I actually want to get a rice ball. Uh, Karapika gets cl- gets gets closest by analyzing the chopsticks and the size of the soy, uh, <laughs> really shittily, and uh, basically fucks it up. It looks like a it's like a ball where you get hit it with rice. It's like like fish heads and stuff all sticking out of it. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. He 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 makes something that's actually similar to sushi. But he keeps the fish whole, and that's why he fails it and yeah. doesn't put the seaweed around it. Because he gets the exact dimensions from looking at the way chopsticks are used and looking at the size of the soy sauce platter. So he makes like a logical deduction based on the dimensions of the tools in use, but fucks up how it looks. Yeah, he just like puts a bunch of rice and shows fish in it, essentially. Uh, yep. And then yeah, it turns out makes, makes and then uh, turns out it's the same way Lira made it by complete guess because Lira is an idiot. Uh, Hansa makes it accurately, but it tastes like garbage. But to be honest, I don't know what's what's her definition of garbage is or not. If it's like, I don't know if you have to like make it chef like like Michelin star restaurant quality. Uh, I won't explain Michelin stars. Go look it up. Uh, Hanzo says sushi is just the sum of parts, which angers Menchi. Uh, point test. Like she garbage. reminded me. Oh, sorry. What are you saying? I was saying she reminded me a lot of uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> Yikes. Who, who basically, if you're just like, yeah, man, the, the thing is just the sum of its parts, you'd be like, no, there's all this preparation, and you have to like not overheat the rice with your hands, you know, stuff like that. You're going to ruin the fish, blah, 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 blah. And like, that was like basically what... Your girlfriend is Sorry? absolutely right, though. No, she is, and Menchi yeah. said the exact same thing. And my girlfriend has watched Hunter Hunter 2011 and not read the manga, nor watched 99, and I'm like, yo, you should watch that scene in 99. <laughs> It's pretty funny. And the point of the test was observational skills and deduction. So, mm-hmm. and which I think Kurapika kind of passed that. Mm-hmm. And then the gorge has no drift and people just climb out of it. So, uh, a lot they, deadly. How do they climb out? Like, the, oh, you can just hand. get to the edges and just rock climb. Oh, oh my God. With one hand and the other one carrying the egg? Uh, yeah, most they... people put it in their shirts or stuff like that. Oh. Imagine if you accidentally crush it. Oh, so you got to climb back up, do it again, and climb back up. Damn. That's probably like, exactly what happened. I would literally I, die. Well, I, I mean, would, I probably would have died before I got the egg, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have even done it, but like, you know what? I'm not hunter material. I can't do it. I'll be like Toto. I am. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. You're like, I'm, I'm a professional out. badass. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll hunt myself. I got my own fishing rod and my own spears. Nice. Black um, I actually really like yeah. this phase much more than what they showed in 2011. Um, like the sushi thing like i wish they had just taken the pig thing out entirely because like i think the pig thing is like really lame doesn't show much and all the things that it tests are better shown in later parts right it's kind of weird though it's like they it's like they made it to extend it but they also like took out parts to not extend it which is weird if you think about it Mm -hmm. yeah like basically for 2011 they're like oh yeah we can only include one of these let's include this one and i think they made the exact opposite choice of what they should have because i think like going to the sushi thing makes a lot more sense because it like her her thing where she's like you got to be inventive it's like that's not part of being a hunter meanwhile the like sushi thing of like you know you got to have good observational skills and determine things based on like the tools and clues used it's like that is literally what a hunter is like you should definitely be testing this and not the other um that said the 99 version does this a bit better, uh, so I'll get into that. Uh, so no. in the 99 version, um, Kurapika says that hunters are great cooks. He's not just referring to gourmet hunters. He's saying that all hunters are great cooks, which I think is just them not understanding what hunters were to that point because it wasn't. It still wasn't fucking clear. 
I'm just imagining um, it's like it's like Breath of the Wild, just throw it into a giant pot and cook stuff. Basically. Um, Buhara tells them the pig is dangerous, uh, like, right away. He doesn't hide that it's dangerous. And as he says it, a stampede of them come through the kitchen and, like, kill half oh. the people. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> well, they at least run them over. I don't know if they're dead. Um, but people kill the stamp in different ways, such as, like, Hanzo... Okay, so this one doesn't make any sense with what we know about how the great stamp works. But you know that ninja trick where they put up a sheet that looks like something and then there's actually something different behind it? Yeah. He puts so the Wile E. Coyote field. thing? Yeah, Wile E. Coyote. He Wile E. Coyotes a couple of great stamps into a, into a wall and it kills them, which would not work given the way that we know about the great stamp. Um, and Leorio fucking trips one on like a root and that somehow kills it, I guess. Um, but the applicant Hanzo laughs at the sushi of Pokal. So like, you know how like it shows uh, Hanzo laughing at other people's sushi and it's just random people. In the 99 version, they, again, were just like, Pokal will be the butt of this joke just because we don't want to animate more people. Me. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, if it, I mean, to be honest, if they've done that, most of the time it doesn't kill them. Usually when you, you trap pigs like that, you usually, like, slit its throat. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, kind of did some farm stuff back in the day, so. Nice. Fun stuff. Uh, so one thing that's really weird is the sushi that they make um, – like, so Kurapika deduces most of the right things again and does the same thing as, like, making something that someone else made by accident. But this time it's Gon who made, like, almost correct by accident. And then Kilua does something that I think is interesting and does add to his character once you know more about, his, like, his family. So Kilua comes from a rich family. I'm not going to tell you much more, but he comes from an exceedingly rich family. He in the rich. 99 version, but not in the manga, he makes French gourmet-style raw fish. So he's like, oh, it's a French fusion of, like, you know, sushi. And he, like, makes it with, like, this, like, wine reduction and stuff like that. And then she's like, these don't go together at all and fails him. <laughs> wow. Wow, that sounds delicious, though. I yeah, actually really like, like that. And I kind of wish that had been in the manga. Because, like, yeah. that's one of the few times 99 seems to get the character as well. Yeah, it's it kind of like how they sideline Killua completely. All it was is showing him with the gang getting the the pig and that's it. Yeah. So, um at first Buhara just threatens to hit Toto but uh but doesn't do it. And then Menchi spends so they have this scene that doesn't exist in the manga that's super pointless where they have Menchi run through the Millsy wetlands back to a mountain on the other side and fight a bear that has ram's horns and like cuts moss off the horn to bring it back to make into <laughs> a fucking rice uh seasoning. What are those called in Japanese? Um, Rice seasonings? No, uh, furikake. She makes like a type of furikake using moss that she got off the horn of a horned bear. Oh my god. And it's just a filler scene. There's no fucking reason for it. You Um, can't deny that's not badass though. Yeah. And so then basically even after seeing all this, Toto gets angry and tries attacking Menchi. Then Buhara like hits him. But Toto, like, barely, like, survives this. So Toto fucking picks up Buhara and suplexes him through a wall. And then, like, Menchi's just, like, step aside, Buhara. And then she just kicks the shit out of uh, Toto. Like, just, like, does, like, a bunch of, uh, like, Taekwondo kicks to him. And then, like, basically says, does anyone have a problem? Uh, And so one last change. With the part with Split Mountain, they put a river at the bottom of Split Mountain, which is technically there in the other version. But in the manga and 2011, it's implied anyone who falls dies. While here it's implied, no, you'll be safe, but you're going to be carried a couple kilometers by the incredibly fast river to the ocean where we'll pick you up later. Oh, wow. 
Like, so like you will fail, but you won't die. And it's just like a pointless addition. They probably would have made it more child-friendly. So it's like, oh, yeah, they just they went to the, another dimension or they went down the river. Like uh, like with Bandit Keith, where they had that splash effect in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah. I think another thing that they add is, like, when they go down to get the eggs, uh, Toto does join them. But they get attacked by, you know how the, like, it's spider eagles or whatever? The spider yeah. eagles come back, so it's a bunch of, like spider-legged eagles that are fucking terrifying like trying to kill people and a couple of them fall off and toto drops his egg and then like tries to steal gon's on the way back up wow. and then they get to the top and gon gives him some of his finished product and like you know like toto cries and says he'll come back next year <laughs> oh that's sad but he probably deserved it yeah it's like basically i think the ideal version of this if you have to get rid of one of the challenges get rid of the pig thing because it's not that important really mm. the sushi thing is better and then do the like uh spider eagle part as it is in the manga and 2011 as opposed to how they did in 99 just don't show the spider eagles yeah they're yeah. fucking terrifying we don't need to see them <laughs> so yeah what do you guys think of the episode i liked it i mean i've been really into like cooking competition shows lately so as like, i i enjoyed this one and um, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, and now that I know the differences between the manga and the 2019 anime, it's interesting with the way that they decided to do the 2011 with the different challenges. And mm-hmm. did they still have any, like, the same thing where they mocked gourmet hunters or just saw that they were... They're like there's different perceptions of like yeah they mocked gourmet hunters which is why the the fight happened mm-hmm. but like yeah they, they mocked them and um another thing I meant to mention is when uh, Satotes calls uh, Nethero to to come back mm-hmm. um in the ninety nine and manga version it shows him on the airship and like he's just doing like stretches like he has like a platter with a like fucking cocktail posed on his foot and he's standing on one leg and then he just shows up so yeah welcome the dumbledore of hunter hunter (laughs) who's gonna kill him you'll find out oh shit maybe it's old age maybe it's maybelline (laughs) maybe it's the power of love yeah why not so did you guys notice any themes um I think one of my favorite ones is mm-hmm. uh, the the theme of you know it's not like the the give like uh, knowing your limits is not weakness right so like knowing your limits is not weakness is the the thing where you know you know Toto was like yeah I ain't doing that just because it's it's like he knew his, his limits like that's very too whis- risky not to mention he probably would it probably would have broken earlier and probably put other people's lives at risk right or you know just mm-hmm. himself instantly falling and grabbing it right I think also being open-minded mm-hmm. about challenges you know literally like i no one knew about like no one took this whole gourmet hunter thing seriously in the end of the day foraging for ingredients and especially ingredients that are often live dangerous creatures or in like really dangerous locations it really does build up your skill and your determination which i I'm sure it translates to any type of situation you'd run into as a hunter. Especially if you need to live off the land a la Metal Gear Solid 3 style. Yeah, exactly. So, like, snake just eater. Get... Yeah, snake eater. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I think that's like the biggest takeaway I took from this one. Maybe even like patience mm-hmm. from both the applicants and Menchi herself. Yeah. Menchi was like high key petty when she <laughs> was like, all right, I hate it, hate it, hate it. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't insult your don't insult your instructors. Yeah, I think that's a big takeaway too. Like, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, yeah could feed you, or that um, you're supposed to be that feeding. You're supposed to feed. <laughs> yeah, because don't bite the hand you're feeding. Um, I think there's yeah, my my, uh, my girlfriend actually really likes Menchie for a lot mm-hmm. of the reasons outlined here. <laughs> Menchie doesn't take shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. One other thing I, I meant to mention is I, I honestly really like the sushi thing, and I'm really sad it's not in the 2011 version. I wrote in my notes initially, like, holy crap, they accidentally reinvented programming interviews. Because, <laughs> um, like, a lot of, like, programming interviews for software engineering jobs are you getting, like, a really crappy specification and then having to ask questions to figure out, like, corner details of, like, what's the catch here? What's the catch? And then, like, having to, given those clues, come up with a solution that like makes sense with those clues. So like that is straight up programming interviewing. Yep. Can confirm. I hate those interviews so much. It's pretty goofy. Yeah. So yeah, we got part of being a hunter down, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yep, we're 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 hunting hunters with a Z. Now, now. we just gotta get in shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was actually I was actually talking to my room my roommate about him coming back up. Uh he actually he actually was telling me that he thought this was the least favorite episode of the series so far. Yeah, I, I don't. I so I like this section with the sushi part. I really dislike it as just the pig part. Yeah, because he isn't. He he only did the pig. He only saw the pig part. So he in the 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 egg. So he didn't get to see the the. He didn't read the manga like I did. So it's like he didn't get to see that part. So yeah. he's probably like from my perspective, I thought it was pretty. I thought the manga was pretty good, but I have to agree that I wasn't the biggest fan of this episode as the 2011. Even though I did like the the eagle thing, it was kind of funny. Mm. Hannah and Sarah, having just mm-hmm. only watched the 2011, like, what did you think of this episode versus like what you've seen of the series to this point? Mm, I liked it. It did feel a little bit more like filler, filler, filler compared to the other ones. Yeah. Mm. Because it seemed like the other ones, like, everything kind of had a point to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with um, this one with Menchi, like, emotionally I understand, like, what her, why she decided to kind of be a hard ass and unfair, unfair make the first challenge unfair. Mm-hmm. But it also just felt like, it, I want to mm-hmm. move on. <laughs> it felt like less of a character. A less of an episode that would develop the four main characters and more just like uh i guess developing her character which is great but it's like she's not part of the main cast that's the filler sense of it mm-hmm. you know i wonder if it was trying to tell you like what a hunter is but failing yeah i mean they did talk about the a lot about gourmet hunters but they didn't go into that extreme detail about right. Her experience as a gourmet hunter until like near the very end with like the egg thing. So I'm just glad. I wonder what a three star gourmet hunter is like. Wait, what'd you say? I wonder what a three star gourmet hunter is like. A three star (laughs) probably an asshole. A Michelin star gourmet hunter. They have their own TV show, uh, Nature's Nightmares, where they hunt the (laughs) the pig. 
they like jump down the eagle thing mm-hmm. and they cook drink it. their own pee <laughs> hot but yeah um no no anyway do you want right. to tell us a little bit about uh the 2011 series man not really Could i'm you? just joking i'm not joking <laughs> may you i may um so i decided for our research topic well, actually, I think we all decided. But anyways, I decided to talk about the history of Hunter Hunter, the 2011 adaption. So it was originally announced on July 24th, 2011 and premiered on Nippon Television on October 2nd, 2011. It ran weekly and ran until September 24th, 2014. Uh, and interesting, interestingly enough, Crunchyroll even back then simulcast the show airing the stream even airing on the streaming platform an hour after the Japanese premiere. Oh wow. So I was like very surprised like oh wow so it must have been one of their early licenses. Mm-hmm. Um it started airing on Toonami in the US on April 16th, 2016 and actually just ended its airing uh in June 22nd, 2019. Oh wow. Yeah, it was uh, licensed by Viz Media so Funimation can suck it. <laughs> uh unfortunately they missed out and they couldn't have a double header. And I guess for people that, I mean, we talked about before, but it was a complete reboot of the TV series. So there's really no connection to the 99 series at all. I mean, yeah, not so- like not like canonically. There's things that they got from 99 that are not in the manga that we've talked a little bit about, like naming Katsu and shit like that. But mm-hmm. like, it's mostly trying to be the manga. Yeah, but I mean, there there are some similarities, but like, it's not a continuation or anything Correct. of that nature. It was produced by Madhouse, who worked on a number of series such as Hajime no Ippo Rising, One Punch Man, mm. High School of the Dead, uh, Joel, and I like this Ninja Scroll. Mm. I've actually never seen Ninja Scroll and need to, but it's like an old school OVA. Well, I'll get the laser disc of it. We'll watch it. Uh, Perfect Blue, Wolf, wow. Wolf Children, wow. Oko's Inn, and then most importantly, Supernatural the Anime Series. Wait, is that like, real? The that, that is real. I, I, actually seen that before the cw series yeah <laughs> dean and sam fight against some i don't know if it takes place in japan i think they just had like those in an animated short they just imported their car <laughs> they fucking shipped it. it's like i get those american cars in there but, uh, uh weirdly enough they also worked on soul feast on the sega cd Hmm. Which I don't know if that was more of the animations and cutscenes, but I it just said that they worked on it. But is it's it an FMV game or what type of game is it? It's actually a shoot 'em up on the Saturn, uh, the Sega Whoa, CD. Sorry. What? Yeah, it's really it's really good. Uh, I, I'll, um, I guess people that maybe that ever watched the AVGN episode of uh, Angry Video Game Nerd episode of Sega CD, he talks about it a little bit, and he said it's really good and reminds him of uh, R Type. So it's interesting. A, um, I'm I'm very interested then. Yeah, I have it. I'll let you play it some one of these times. Sometimes you come over. Yeah, next time I come back to Arizona, it's hot. Um, it was directed by Hiroshi Kojima, uh, not Kojima. Uh, who and he worked on so many animes. It was crazy. Doctor Slump and Arali Chan. Like Cowboy... in what in what uh, capacity was he involved in Doctor Slump? Because that's like old school. Uh, a lot of it was like key animation. I think a little bit of directing. Oh, okay. So he started out as an animator and moved on to direction later. A little bit, yeah, but it, that's okay, his cool. main thing. But he he worked on a crazy number of shows like Doctor Slump and Arali Chan, Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, Detective Conan, Inuyasha, Code, Code Geass, Fist of the North Star, the movie, and Initial D, just to name a few. 
So he just to a, make absolute sure, but you mean Fist of the North Star, the animated the movie. movie from the 80s, not yeah. Fist of the North Star, the live-action movie from the 90s. No, he did not work on, on the shitty American Fist of the North Star movie. Okay, good. I mean, it would be cool if he did, but no, he just did... Uh, he probably just did key animations and stuff. Mm. Um, and in terms of the show, the show is completely recast, so there's nobody that had the the same voice in the uh, the either the U.S. dub or the Japanese dub. They all changed them when they went to the 2011 uh, version of it. And it covers the exam arc all the way to the election arc, so we're going to get some uh, 2016 election stuff going on in the beginning or the ending of the show. And now that its run is finished, no one is sure if it will pick up again or a new anime will premiere to leave off where 2011, the 2011 series ended, hmm. which is uh, it's interesting. So um, personally, I kind of would like them to continue it once it gets catches up enough, but mm-hmm. I can kind of see them doing another tw- tw- uh, two th- uh, 1999, similar to what happened with Full Metal Alchemist, except this will be the third one instead of the second one. Yeah, I'm not sure what they would do because I think realistically for them to have enough material, they're going to have to wait till 2030. So, wow. Yeah. Luck. So we'll we'll probably see it. We'll be like 50 years old. We'll have like <laughs> we'll each have like 25 kids. Uh, <laughs> wait, Between even I will only be 41. Each. Even I will only be 41 at that time. No, you'll be 60, Joe, especially. <laughs> you'll be old. Yeah. Oh, geez, Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. I just uh, he's, I hope he's not crying. He, like, got yeah, all I'm crying silent. silently. silently. <laughs> he's like sobbing. As my guitar stress. gently weeps. <laughs> you look at the world. Um, no, I'm not going to quote that song. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, that was really the the I guess a, a sort of a overview of the history of it. Uh, what did you guys you guys think? Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I think it's so hard for. There are only a few animes that I know that are continually ongoing because the manga, like, well, One Piece is, like, the one mean one mm-hmm. that comes yeah. to mind. But since the author, Oda's, like, very, has been pretty consistent with with releasing everything, it makes sense that for that anime, it's the episodes for the, for, for that anime, the manga, the, the manga and the anime are pretty much, like, at the same um level so so with hunter hunter with all the hiatuses Mm -hmm. it makes sense that it had to completely stop at one point yeah it's uh it's definitely a messy situation for sure though Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i feel like with how long they'll need till they have more material they might just wait for like a whole generation and then like (laughs) do a thing that covers i'm serious I like, wonder... I think we'll all be, like, old people by the time they're like, we'll just collect all the shit they did in retrospect, do, in memory. Like, a, re- a complete reboot or do, like, kind of like a reboot through movies. Hmm. Oh, reboot mm. movies. That'd be, that'd be a lot of movies. Yeah. Is it going to be like, uh, Digimon Try? Because I have a lot of opinions about Digimon Try. Ooh, we'll have to sync up after I still one. need to watch it. But, hey, thank you so much for listening to The Spirit Hunters. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just a chat at our Facebook at the Spirit Hunter Pod and our Twitter at Spirit Hunter Pod, or buy us some co- uh, coffee at co-fee.com/slash/theuhawkshow. That's going to change soon. Uh, and remember, you can now listen to us on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else podcasts aren't sold. Also, heads up: today's intro music was made by Soul/Harmoyu. Uh, check them out or Harmoyo. 
or harmoyu at uh, youtube.com slash user slash harmoyu. The outro music is the intro music to the Arabic dub of the anime and is actually an Arabic translation slash remake of the first Japanese ending of the 99 series, Kaze no Enjoy! See y'all on the other side. Bye! <laughs> Say